Oh boy. Jim, pull the pull cue up and then turn it to twist. The side. <laughs> Spin it around like like a drum major ash. <laughs> Clean you right out. Uh. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's Jesus, take two. Hello and welcome to this episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. Getting ready for my big trip. Yeah, you're not going to be here for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So people should get ready because I'm 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 working on like guest hosts, but you won't be here for a long time. The cavalcade of guest hosts. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to like put it off for you know a year, ten weeks, or whatever it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, this is your last show for a while, possibly. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, with the time change and your your busy schedule, I don't want you to feel like you know you're obligated to this. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> right, well, we'll see how it goes. You know, if you if you don't promise that you'll be here, if you can't make it, then you know. Then that's right. I won't see you for twelve weeks or longer. <laughs> it's the last time we'll ever hear from him. As he goes off into the sunset, never to be seen again. That's right. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so so before we talk about the big news of the week. Yeah. Um, we have to, we have to, I guess, pour one out for uh, Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Uh, yeah. Who mysteriously died like an hour before their set the other night. Uh, with ten different drugs in his system. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's <clears throat> it, it amazes me because I feel like I remember reading something with Dave Grohl where he didn't really want to put up with that kind of shit in his band. Right. And here he is losing another pivotal person in the band. I mean, when people talk about Foo Fighters, it's Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins. I mean, you can't. Can you name anybody else in the band? Uh, No. See, so like I don't because he was so pivotal. I don't know how the Foo Fighters go on, but I'm sure that they will. Anybody can be replaced, Chris. I know. Yeah, very, very odd. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's hard to stay away from that shit in the rock and roll lifestyle. I'm sure it's everywhere. I'm sure people are just handing you shit saying, take this. But. Yeah. I mean, they were in Columbia. (laughs) Where the good stuff comes from. Exactly. So (laughs) so maybe he was shopping around and like it just, Mm. you know. Ordered the poo-poo platter. It was too much too soon, and down he went. I don't know. I'll take the oxy, the heroin, and a little bit of weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently his heart weighed, weighed twice as much as the average human being. Holy shit, I didn't read that. Yeah, it's in the New York Post, which, you know, you don't necessarily believe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but he said the average average heart weighs about three quarters of a pound. Uh-huh. His his weighed double that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does that does that have to do with his drug use, or does that have to do with the fact that like like as a drummer, the stamina that you have to have is is more than the average person. Um, you know, I wonder how much that plays into that. No, I think a lot of the drug use plays into that too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know very little about any of those kinds of subjects. So, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a damn shame after, you know, after Kurt Cobain killing himself and now, you know, this guy overdosing or whatever, it's, Dave Grohl just has been through a shitload with bandmates. Yeah. So it's sad. It is. Rest in peace. Yeah. So speaking of sad, did you watch the Oscars? (laughs) 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 Ah, my, 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 my. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So so let's start at the beginning. Let's let's not jump right to the main event. Okay. Um I understand that this was a, a momentous occasion. This was the first Oscars that was um all produced, all manned by an entirely African American staff. And so um I feel like a lot of the things that they did, some of the people that they chose to be on the show was to appeal to the African-American audience. Um, was it to appeal to the African-American audience or was it to just make them seen? Well, I think it's both. I mean, we had Amy Schumer as one of the hosts and I mean, she's, she's as white as they come. But how many times was she out on stage? Twice? Uh, she came in as Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I don't know it like the Beyonce thing in the beginning and then you know it, well, that was just horrible to begin with yes that was it's like how do you make Beyonce boring it's like <laughs> oh it's just a yellow screen that matches her skin tone <laughs> yeah I mean it was weird yeah I mean and then like the Academy made that weird decision this year to take all the technical stuff that really makes a movie a movie and not air it and like show clips but it's but it's not about the awards it's about the celebrity it and is who now. cares about this it is now who cares about the sound designer well i mean i do i stay and i watch all those credits through the end but well, and that's the thing like like as a video editor i'm really interested in editing like like who's going to win the editing who's going to win the sound design Who's going to win all the, like the visual effects. And then like, if I haven't seen that movie, then I go and I watch that movie and see the decisions that were made. And like, I can appreciate it more. And like, but now it's just, now it's just an afterthought. Now it's all like, we're going to put on these big musical productions of songs that aren't nominated. Um, yeah. I mean, they did talk about Bruno, right? They did talk about Bruno, and I thought it was just great that we had a a rapper whose 
biggest hit was What Ass Pussy doing a Disney song on TV. <laughs> I mean, that was just a brilliant decision. I mean, whoever okayed that, you, you're just amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, well. And it was a horrible number. It's like I would have rathered that they sang the song, but they didn't. Uh, yeah, but like when you look and, at the, the list of nominees, it wasn't even nominated. No, because they didn't put it up for nomination. They only put up the other song. So how is it that like, like why would you take the quote unquote most popular Disney song ever and not put it up for best original song? Uh, like that seems like a weird thing. Ego. Maybe they thought the other song was much more poignant and moving and emotional. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I look at I look at the winners and it's all just like the popularity contest. Shit. Oh, of course it is. It's like, of course it is. It's like, oh, well, we have a deaf guy up for best supporting actor. That'll that'll be good for the community. So let's and I, like I don't I didn't see the movie, so I don't know if he's really good in it. But from my cynical viewpoint, it all looks like they're just doing it to do it. Like whatever's going to make the news the next day. Well, that's exactly what it's for. It's all about ratings. It's all about the people who bought ad time. It's all about the the bank of the, the actors who win. Right. And I mean, honestly, the fact that they went and they made this the most diverse Oscars awards that we've ever done. It's like, that's great. So now let's find that balance. Right. You know, let's, you know, I, you didn't have to change the band every hour especially since you really didn't see them. Uh, <laughs> you know, it could have been the guy in the pit, Bill Conti, who does it all the time. Right. But you kind of, I, yeah. Or you turn the whole freaking thing into a variety show. Or and you, at the end of the night, you give out the participation trophies. Or you could cut it down to like an hour and a half if you would just go through the goddamn awards. But that's not what people want to see. They want to see, what is it? Leading actor, leading actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, best picture, maybe best screenplay. You know, they don't, they don't care about costume design and production design. And But that's what the Oscars were originally for. Yeah, but screw that. <laughs> that that's old news, Chris. That's before they were making money off of it. I know. You know? When they used to have it in the middle of the day at a hotel and they didn't televise it? At the Hotel Roosevelt. Yes. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, it was a very awkward show to watch. The DJ Khaled thing at the beginning, it's like, did he just want to get his fat face on TV or was that planned? I don't know. You know, it's like... There was stuff done for the sake of making a scene. And then there was, you know, there were some really good moments. It's like, you know, Quest Love's documentary mm -hmm. is incredible. People should go out and see that thing. But, you know, Jessica Chastain for being Tammy Faye. Right. And the thing is, it's like that 
The Eyes of Tammy Faye was the name of a documentary <laughs> way back when she was, you know, getting really ill. And it's like, so you basically stole the documentary and made it a, you know, a film. Right. I don't know. I, I just don't. I think there are some people who just don't deserve to have biographies. <laughs> you don't, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm really torn. It's like movies should just be entertaining. That's it. Just entertaining. They shouldn't be thought provoking. They should be George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, big spectaculars. And you just have fun. Well, that's what Hollywood's spending all their money on. If they can make something thought provoking for like a, a million bucks and get a, you know, $3 million return on it, then that's mm -hmm. what they're going to do. Yeah. And then the spectacle stuff is, is for the Marvel and the star Wars and all that crap. But let's talk about the main event. The main event. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> so Chris Rock is up there. Uh huh. And makes a joke at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm hmm. Will Smith laughs at the joke. And quite, then sees her face. Quite clearly on screen, he's <laughs> laughing. She rolls her eyes. And the next thing you know, he goes up and slaps Chris Rock across the face. Yep. And then Hard. screams, then screams at him to get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth twice. Yes. And you can and see they, that. And like, thanks to the online. Japanese, you yeah. can see it online. Because <laughs> so, I guess they don't censor anything in Japan. Yeah. Um, so if I put my tinfoil conspiracy hat on for a minute. Okay. They're both actors. Mm-hmm. They've both been given fight training. Right? Mm-hmm. They know how to sell a hit for harder than it probably could be, right? Yep. The Oscars were were losing viewers and to the point where like it was pitiful at the amount of people that were were um tuning in. And mm -hmm. yet today the entire news has been dominated by this one event. Wow, that's convenient, isn't it? See, this is what I'm wondering. I'm wondering how real that was. Because Chris Rock plants his feet and is ready for the hit. And so I'm kind of wondering what your take on it is. Uh, it's Hollywood. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell me there wasn't some plan in place with security in case somebody rushes the stage, whether it's an A-list celebrity or it's some drunk. Right. I mean, he, he, he would have gotten smacked down. There should have been seven guys surrounding him and just getting him to calm down and letting the show go on. And that didn't happen. This is, was, this is why I'm wondering whether or not this is legit. I don't know. I don't know. It sure made for good TV. I mean, uh, granted, it paints Will Smith in a really terrible light today. Well, he's apologized. 
Yeah, but still, there are people are pulling up clips where he has said that he is not the type of person to resort to violence. Mm-hmm. They're pulling up clips of him, like just basically going back on what he did last night. So, right. The fact that he couldn't let it go, he, like it's a joke. It's a it's a joke about GI Jane. Right. It had nothing to do with whatever medical condition she has. No, it was just. I- I had no idea she had a medical condition. Right. And it, so, it was just a joke about her a, having short hair. And it, yeah, it wasn't a nasty joke. No. And so. And, you know, should have just laughed it off and moved on. And somebody, somebody basically was like, if he had just laughed and not said anything, people would have forgotten the joke. Mm-hmm. But now everybody's talking about his wife and her condition. Right. And it's like. I don't buy the whole stress of awards night because it's a privileged life. And like, I don't believe that, that he just lost his mind like that. So it's, it was either staged or he is mentally ill. So do you think that that whole bunch of people who surrounded him, including his PR team were like, that was great. They're going to be talking about this for weeks now. This is Perfect. That was perfect. We heard the flap. It was great. If if it was not so, if it was set up ahead of time, mm-hmm. that's probably what the conversation was. If it was a true him going up there and assaulting another human being, right? The PR person was like, "What the fuck did you just do?" Especially sure. when you turn around and fifteen minutes later win an award. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It it really boggles my mind of whether or not that this is a, a true thing or not, or whether this was a ratings ploy. Because mm-hmm. regardless, gonna, people he's, are talking about it. He's going to come back next next year to, to um, right. present because that's what they do. Yep. And so how many jokes are going to be made next year at the expense of what happened this year? How many people are going to tune in next year being like, oh, maybe something crazy is going to happen? There you go. Like, you got it. Like, it stinks of a ratings ploy. Well, I mean, that's really the world we're living in, isn't it? I guess. It's, I, all, about, it's all about the sound bites. You know, it's not about the substance. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that happened. I mean, especially with as upset as everybody's getting. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I, and I mean, I, I, I was watching CNN this afternoon and there was a, a commentator on talking about how Will Smith saw his queen being denigrated and he jumped to her defense and that's his queen, that's his love, that's his wife. And it's like, okay, but you, you know, you don't see Tom Hanks jumping across the bar. It's somebody who makes a joke about, you know, Rita Wilson. Well, it's, it's learning how to take a joke. 
regardless of whether or not she has a condition. Right. Like, there's not a whole lot of subjects that that you can't make light of. Mm-hmm. There's very few in between, like, you know. So the fact that she's got propecia, alopecia, alopecia, not, <laughs> alopecia. She has propecia. She has that propecia. makes her hair fall out too. <laughs> the fact that she has alopecia and she's losing her hair, I'm sure it has to be hard for a woman, especially in entertainment. But she's acknowledged the fact that it's falling out and what she has done in order to combat it, which is shaving her head. Right. So the fact that a well-known comedian took a shot and not even a, a nasty shot. Right. Just an off the, the cuff little, huh? Can't wait to see in G.I. Jane too. Dude, homeboy Will Smith needs to calm the fuck down, man. But he's got his Oscar now. I guess, you know, he's untouchable. And apparently he was dancing to his own music last night, which is really, yes, I heard. Well, and the reason, okay. So there, so there, there is all this talk about this feud that Chris Rock and, uh, Will Smith have, and it goes back to another Oscars several years ago when he made another comment about Jada. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, because Will and Jada made all this big stink that they weren't going to go to the Oscars because there weren't enough black people nominated. Right. So, and again, he, he, and the joke was, you know, he made some comment about Jada being a TV star. So it's like, you know, that's like me going into to Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> okay stupid crude whatever that's humor but he's a comedian man yes he's 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 making light of people in the room and my question like like if it wasn't set up and this was a real altercation what would have happened if that had been ricky gervais oh they'd be all over him because he's a white guy would well would would will smith have went up to him and hit him that's a totally different situation. It's a totally different situation that <laughs> we, we don't need to turn this into <laughs> two hours on, on racism. But I mean, honestly, that's really what it comes down to is people have been treated like shit. And the, but again, like you're saying, it's like it was another African American performer making the joke, right? And those, and I'm sorry, have have you not watched any comedy specials that have a bunch of African American comedians on? You know, Moni Love and all these people. All they do is talk shit about each other, right? And and like- so. Like they sat there for five years with Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes where he ripped everybody apart, said horrible shit in front of people to their faces Mm -hmm. and everybody laughed. Well, they're like, oh, he's talking about us. Oh, this is good. This is good. It's going to be in the news. So is it like if it's if it's real, is it because he took a shot at Jada a couple of years ago and Will Smith just lost his mind that his wife who has a boyfriend that's not hidden. Like, well, like, apparently will does too. Like, they, <laughs> like they're in an open marriage. 
Right. And so now, now you're up on stage and you're going on and on about protecting family. And it's like, well, which family? And did he say something about like God wanting him to protect his family or something? And it's like, but you're a Scientologist. Well, yeah. That I mean, there's there's so much to unpack. Oh God. There's yeah. so I mean, Hollywood is just fucked up. Just fucked up. It's like, did you see the 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 shot of Nicole Kidman's reaction that actually happened like during the opening monologues? No, I didn't. You know, it's got she yeah, her mouth's wide open and she's standing up and her hands are in the air and it's like she's totally in shock. And it's like it had nothing to do with that moment. Nothing. But some publicist leaks that on Twitter and next thing you know, <laughs> you're a meme. <laughs> you know? I guess that's the goal these days is to become a meme. Is to be in the zeitgeist for fifteen minutes. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing stinks of of impropriety, but that's a big word. I know. <laughs> I sneak in a couple every now and then. But I mean, if it's if it's a true thing, if if it actually happened, then Will Smith needs to go to therapy or something because no matter what somebody else says, if he had a problem with Chris rock, if he wanted to scream something, it could have been like, you and I need to have a conversation later. Sure. And take care of it backstage like men. But, but, it, but it's very stressful, Chris, to go it's up there stressful. and hit somebody. <sighs> he was all set to do the Carlton dance and it just kind of, <laughs> you know, broke his groove <laughs> It was it was just horrible. I mean, there was something online of like somebody analyzed the hit Mm -hmm. and like what they were saying was he kind of drops. He kind of walks up there with intent and then kind of like drops his hand. Right. As if to like not hit him and then like hits him as fast and as hard as he can or whatever. Yep. And so like all of these things that point to like premeditation of like trying to hurt the dude and it's like well that's assault like like he didn't fall and accidentally hit him like he went up there with purpose and like sure he hit his marks (laughs) he was facing the camera in the proper way I'm telling you man it looked too staged looks super staged I don't know yeah yeah I mean, but if it ever comes out that it is staged, then both of them look like assholes. Right. But, you know. But it made for great TV, didn't it? Didn't it? I mean, do you think this is right up there with with Marlon Brand or was it Marlon Brand or John Wayne? No, Marlon Brand are refusing his Oscar back in the 70s. Was that with the Indian, the, yes. the Native American chick? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I just think people in general don't care about the Oscars anymore. No. I Well, you know what? I, I don't think they care about the Oscars. I think they care about pretty people in fancy clothes living the lives they're never going to live. I guess. And that's sad. Yeah. 
but but if you were one of the lucky nominees, yeah, you got a hundred and forty thousand dollars swag bag. <laughs> Why? You got a fifteen thousand dollar four night stay for two at a luxury resort. A twelve thousand dollar liposuction voucher. <laughs> Jesus. Twenty five thousand dollars worth of home renovations. Some designer popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> A $50,000 three-night stay in Scotland to commemorate Denzel Washington's nomination for Tragedy of Macbeth. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I'm lucky to get a t-shirt. <laughs> and I also read, I guess, if you host, if you're one of the hosts, you get 150 grand. Oh, I don't know. or something like that? Wow. I mean, at that point... Then get a bunch of up-and-coming actors. Who, who need it? Who need the money. Sure. You know, it's like like maybe it could be a platform for them to show you what they can do. Mm. Something. I don't know. But like, but it comes down to bankability of the people that are up there. Mm-hmm. As they are the winners. Because, you know, who's more bankable? Is it, um, um, what's her name? Is it is it Jessica, no? Is it Jessica Chastain <laughs> or Kristen Stewart? Yeah. Is it Will Smith or is it Andrew Garfield? Well, Andrew Garfield was not going to get Best Actor for a musical. I didn't see it, so I'm not sure. I, it was a musical. Okay. But but best supporting actress was from a musical it was yeah it was the chick from West Side Story oh duh (laughs) (laughs) when you're a jet you're a jet yes gotta be snapping man yeah we had enough trouble with the Puerto Ricans for one day (laughs) (laughs) ah classic (laughs) do you think J.K. Simmons will ever get the Oscar he's won an Oscar he has for what for uh, Whiplash. Oh, okay. That was the year that um, Neil Patrick Harris hosted. Mm. And they came back from the break, and Neil Patrick Harris looked in the um, the camera and went, he won an Oscar. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. I don't remember that. No. No. Yeah, he won. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. <laughs> We've heard enough of him. Go back to selling <laughs> insurance. Uh, yeah, it was quite a night. Um, it also felt a lot that whoever was producing and calling the show lost their focus several times. <laughs> that it was like, okay, it's like, okay, so, okay, play them off. Play them off. Okay, she's still talking. Play her off player off <laughs> yeah you I'm, know the people were just rambling on it's like oh well if you didn't let them ramble then maybe some of those other people could have gotten their awards on tv <laughs> <laughs> remember the year that they try they, they tried the thing of like um shortest acceptance speech wins like a plasma tv or something was that a jimmy kimmel no that was an actual was it, oh was that the year that he did it i don't know i can't remember but like that was an actual thing and people would go up and be like, I've already got a TV. 
and they would just ramble on. But like, who was it? It was best. Was it best foreign? Um, I'm looking through the thing. Uh, best international feature from the the Japanese guy that got up, and they tried to play him off, and he stopped them, and was like, "No, I I want to congratulate the cast too," and like called them all out. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it felt like it was off the rails right from the very beginning. Uh, in 2018, somebody won a jet ski for the shortest acceptance speech. <sighs> That was the Jimmy Kimmel year. Okay. I mean, you know, and then there were those years like when Seth MacFarlane hosted and he did a song about people's boobs. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. He had William Shatner on that year, as dressed as Captain Kirk. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't get Seth MacFarlane sometimes. He's like this weird musical theater geek. Yeah. But he's also kind of this crude asshole douchebag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's kind of like the bully that had a secret obsession with musicals. Hmm. And, you know, he's had shit in his life happen to where, like, he's very smug about, like, the things he's accomplished. Yeah. You know, and so I think that that rubs people the wrong way. I don't know. I mean, he he was supposed to be on one of the planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. And so but did, did God stop him and tell him not to get on the plane? No, actually, he's an atheist, I think. Oh, he he was drunk and he missed the plane. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh, that's a clinky dink. <laughs> uh, Isn't that ironic? Yeah. So, I don't know. The Oscars are a mess in more ways than one. They, it's like, God, I, I miss the years of Debbie Reynolds, Debbie Reynolds, of Debbie Allen when they, <laughs> like, they, they do this big choreographed number for best costumes or... You know, or they show like, you know, here's the scene with, you know, without any special effects. Right. And here's the scene after, you know, here's the process. And then here's the final scene. And it's like, okay, that stuff's interesting to the average person. Right. But, you know, I, I don't care what your belief in God is. I really <laughs> am not sitting here eating my popcorn based <laughs> on that. Okay. No, you don't you don't want to you don't want people to thank God for for helping them reach that point in their life. You know, he should on everybody else. Doesn't care about yeah. anybody else but them. I was just going to say it's like do you really think God has that much spare time? <laughs> He's like, "Hmm, I'm just going to take care of the Kardashians." Well, it's like when it's like when <laughs> you football know, fuck players this, fuck this family whose kid was shot in the face by a Russian soldier. You know, I'm going to make sure that 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 Chloe gets enough airtime this year. <laughs> and hence my problem with religion mm. in a nutshell. <sighs> yeah. It's like, where, where's your God now? Where's your Messiah now? 
<laughs> he's he's too busy helping sports figures and actors get what they want. Exactly. He's helping the rich get richer. Hmm. No, that's because of of freedom of choice, Chris. Mm. You're you you have the ability to make your own decisions. So if you want to like fuck over your neighbor and steal their house and their wife and so so wait a minute. So which is it? Do you have free will or is everything planned out? Like, is there is there God's plan? Where well, it, it, it depends on who you talk to. Which book are you reading? <laughs> Cause that's always been my thing. It's always been like, like people are like, it's all in God's plan. Well, do you pray? Well, yeah. Do you pray for things? Yeah. But if it's all meant to be, then you're everything that's happening to you is meant to happen to you. And so why would you pray and, and try to get God to change what he wants to happen to you? Because if you send enough money into Jim Baker, he'll reserve a two-bedroom suite in heaven for you. Oh, okay. And while you're waiting, you can buy this 10-gallon drum of dehydrated pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think – oh, God. Here I go again. I think we load up a a plane with the Dr. Oz's and Dr. Phil's and Joel Osteen's and all these assholes and send them to the fucking front line. Here you go. Pray it away. Yeah. You know, your belief is strong. Go ahead. Absolutely. Here you go. You know, maybe bone spurs could drive the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. All right. Wow. That was deep. (laughs) That was deep. Uh, how about that episode of Picard, huh? Um, it was okay. I yeah, I wouldn't say it's my favorite so far. Yeah, it was very confusing. So we saw the mystery of well, how do you think they're going to handle Guinan? Yeah, you just recast, recast the actress. <laughs> well, but that's a different timeline. Uh, so yeah, so. If you're a Star Trek fan, there was a an episode called Time's Arrow, maybe? Yep. Is that what it's called? Yep. Where the crew of the Enterprise travels back to 1800 San Francisco mm-hmm. and runs in the Guinan, who's played by Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. And in this timeline, whatever timeline this is, she's a completely different person who is friends with the practical, Impractical Jokers. Yes. Because Q from Impractical Jokers is in this episode of Picard. <laughs> and I literally, it was one of those moments, they don't happen a whole lot to me, but he came around the corner and there was this full like headshot of him and I went, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, why is he there? And apparently he's friends with the showrunner. So oh, that's how well, you, that's how that shit happens. Why don't we have better friends? I don't know. We need a better class of friend. We do. So, it was... Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. Look, Leah Thompson has, is a decent director. I'm not taking <laughs> anything away from her. But if it's on cable, or not even cable, if it's on a streaming service, and you're not really tied into, like, like an amount of minutes the episode needs to be... Right. You can trim some shit. Mm-hmm. It felt like they were like, 
we're at like 42 minutes. We want to try to get it to 50. So can we put more stuff of a car chase in there? Right, right. Like, it doesn't have to be anything big. They're just driving in circles. Like, you know, talking to Girardi on the on the comms and like trying to figure out how to drive a car. Right. But like this one felt very like they have to move things in the position mm-hmm. in order to tell the story that they want to tell. So this is that this is that episode. Although I will say this does have one of my all time favorite moments in Star Trek in it when they're on the bus and it cuts to the guy from Star Trek four who's the punk on the bus who's listening uh-huh. to the same song. Yes. Yes. And seven asks him to shut up and he he puts his hand up around his neck like he remembers being knocked out. Oh, yeah. So like I will give it to the to the creators of this show. It is fan service to an amazing degree, but it's done super well. Right. But like it literally the episode one of the one of the points of the episode is that they're trying to find Rios. He's been put on this bus by ice and they're going to save him and they don't even stop the bus in the episode. <laughs> right. They literally get to a point where they look around the corner and waiting for the bus. And it's like, wow. Okay. And there's a lot of theories out on the internet of what is actually going on and who the watcher is. Mm-hmm. It's not actually Laris. It's not, you know, they think from what I've read, a lot of people think that there was, there was an episode in the original series called assignment earth that was the enterprise has gone back in time and they find out that there is a group of aliens that are making sure that Earth's history um, goes down a certain path and they are referred to as supervisors in that episode and it was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for a show that Gene Roddenberry was trying to get produced that never happened Mm -hmm. um but there's this entity called Gary seven and he is one of the watchers on earth or one of the supervisors on earth. Um, and they use a transport system that looks like a smoky door. And at the end of this episode, Picard gets right through a smoky door. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't answer some of the questions like what's going on with Q and why he can't snap anything anymore. But um, they're thinking that maybe like who's ever producing this is reaching back into Star Trek lore and being like, you know what? We never found out about this. Mm-hmm. And this was just kind of hanging. So let's go do that. But I mean, it was it, it was an OK episode. It, it wasn't it wasn't the worst episode in the world. no. So, you know. Nope, nope. And and I finally had the revelation as to who Rafi was. She was the DA in uh, Daredevil. Was she? Who sets them up, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yep. Okay, wow. I'm halfway through season three. Okay. Um, 
boy, was season two all about world building. <laughs> I'm, it was so long ago since I've seen it. Well, that's where they introduce Punisher, okay. and then you don't see uh, Fisk until like halfway through, and he's only got a really minor part, and they name drop Jessica Jones. And, right, you know, okay. It's like, oh, you're really building the world in this. Is that the one with the Punisher in the prison fight? Yes. Yeah, that's that's a really good fight. <laughs> yeah. Super violent, yeah. but it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the Chinese... And sick. Uh, what's his name? Sticks. Stick, yeah. Sick. Yeah. It's. I had to turn away from the bamboo torture. <laughs> it's like you. You always hear about you know the bamboo sticks under the fingernails, but it's like oh Jesus. <laughs> and then at the end of the scene where he starts pulling them out, it's like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. Um. But yeah. We got some mean ass nun in season three. Yep. The Albanians are being taken down. And he's. Is he back to the black costume or is he still in the red costume? No, he's back to the black costume. Okay. Well, because. Fisk, who's been manipulating one of the FBI agents. Um, who was like really emotionally messed up as a kid um he was he makes a comment at one point saying that's like you know the world needs a new villain or this the city needs a new villain it's like okay so he's building this guy and then um that guy shows up at the newspaper office in a full daredevil costume that's right okay so i wasn't sure if somehow it was stolen from that because the FBI does go to his apartment. Is don't they go to, um, the dude that made it and have him make a second one or something. He has to replace the helmet, the cowl right after season one. Yeah, I don't because re- it's Bullseye, yeah, right? Isn't it Bullseye that's wearing the costume? Oh, is that who it becomes? I think he's supposed to be Bullseye. Okay. Oh, that would make sense because there there are shots of him like throwing, uh, like a knife around his apartment, and it like yeah yeah, yeah. goes through the glass on a picture frame, and yeah, that would make sense. Not to be confused with Hawkeye. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, similar. Or Deadshot. <laughs> yeah, Deadshot, um, Death Sport. There's, there's a whole slew of like, like can hit hit any target from anywhere type superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really liked season two, where they finally got into the the people who were like being used to incubate the uh, the ingredients for the drug and. Right. It's like, it's like, okay, now we're kind of getting into, you know, less vigilante, more superhero genre. Um, not sure I really like Elektra. Yeah. Yeah. Elektra is kind of wasted within this 
series. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have you seen the 14 minute like escape from the prison through the hallways one shot? <coughs> I can't remember Maybe. what season that's in. Uh, there's been uh yeah 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 when he's running to escape the prison. Yes. The 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 one guard is is kind of guiding Daredevil through it who who stole Foggy's ID to get in. Yep. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean I, it's it's a great show. I'm really excited to see what you know Disney Plus will do. Yeah, I mean they're they're they haven't you know censored a damn thing. No, and you know the fact that they want to keep Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock is probably the best you know the best decision that they could make. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could care less about like Deborah Ann Wall and the dude that played Foggy and stuff. Like, right. It, Charlie Cox makes that character. He's he is like the embodiment of Daredevil. So, like, I'm all for him doing more. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see John Bernthal come back as Frank Castle, but yeah, I won't be heartbroken if he doesn't. But you know. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Have uh, I watched a? It's it's only four parts, which was, I thought was really odd. But um, there's a show on HBO Max yeah. called DMZ, okay. and it's based on I guess it's it's a based on a DC graphic novel, and the second Civil War has happened, and the island of Manhattan has been kind of walled off as the as the DMZ. And it's got um, um, Rosario Dawson is the main chick in it. Mm -hmm. And she has to go back into the city eight years later. So there's there's now like the USA to to save the president's daughter. No, no, no. I know it sounds a little bit like that, but it's not Um, like like Escape from New York. Um, So um, like New York is surrounded like one side of New York is like the free States of America. And then the other one is the United States of America. And at some point they're they want to come back in and like take over the Island again. So there's kind of this tension that builds, um, but she has to go in to find her son that she left that, that got separated from her eight years ago. It's not bad for what it is. And it's only four yeah. episodes. Hmm. Okay. I might add that to my list at some point. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty good. I also watched like... the first episode of Halo. Oh, yeah. Um so there's there's a real split community online um that I guess half of them were expecting it to be like the video game and okay. everybody else was just like well whatever story they want to tell is fine. Hmm. Um but the first 15 minutes is this incredible sci-fi battle that happens. Yeah. And they don't spare anybody like these, I forget what they're called, but they are these big like creatures that 
invade this planet and like they're, they're hitting this outpost and one of them swings open a door and it's a bunch of women and children and he just like mows them all down. Oh, wow. And I was like, holy shit, that's where we're going with this. Okay. And then like towards the end, it kind of starts to reveal what the show is going to be about. And it's like, okay, I can understand why some people are going to be a little like upset about this, but it's only the first episode. And so like you get a lot of those people that are like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And it's like, how do you know? Like you're not even giving it a chance. And the guy who plays Master Chief is he played the leprechaun in um, American Gods. The leprechaun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Okay. He like bulked up for for uh, Master Chief. Was that Pablo Schreiber? Yes. Okay. Yep. He was also in Orange is the New Black where he played a character called porn stash. Oh, <laughs> how appropriate. Cause that's what the, that's what the inmates call them. Uh huh. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Do you like Taika Waititi? Um, some stuff. I, I just like binged our flag means death in two days. <laughs> I watched the first two. I have not gotten back to it. Okay. Um, it's very much like what we do in the dark, what we do in the shadows and Wellington paranormal. It's just very stupid, silly comedy. Right. Um, but there's there. It's worth checking out. I don't want to spoil it for you because things happen towards the end that you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Uh, I've watched the first three, apparently. Okay. Um, and it was like, I liked it, but it wasn't keeping my attention a okay. whole lot because I think of the humor. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you say it's worth continuing... I mean, they're only like half an hour, right? Yeah. 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 It's only like four hours, five hours. I think there's 10 episodes. Okay. I'll have to um, go back and, and watch what I haven't watched yet. Yeah. It's, it's, um, interesting. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but you know, okay. there's a big romance. <laughs> okay. And we'll just leave it at that until you watch it and go, whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it. It's very funny. There's it, so this guy, Steed, Steed Bonnet, decides he's gonna forsake his wealthy upbringing and his wife and two kids and go be a pirate. Right. And he's on the ship, the Revenge. And the ship is, you know, your typical pirate ship, except there's like this elaborate um, captain's cabin with like all these library books and these hidden closets and um, it's just very very stupid silly stuff but then they start encountering uh, there's one really great episode where I believe it's called The Art of Fuckery (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, where I think it's the Dutch come aboard their ship and they've basically turned it into a haunted house walk through to scare them (laughs) 
Okay. And it's it's all that stuff of like people popping out of doors, and <laughs> that's just very stupid. It's very stupid, but it's it's fun. I like pirates. You know what I think stopped me, like watching it, and and I don't know how many she was in, but um, when Leslie Jones showed up, yeah, I thought she would have been better. I was like, okay, she's. She's yeah. Her and Fred Armisen. And, and Fred's like, not oh. really that good in it either. No. And so like normally when I go on and I see like, hey, there's a new episode, like I'll click on it and watch it like during my lunch or whatever. But I just it was one of those things I was like, Oh, I hope it's not gonna be like that. But if you say it gets better, then Yeah, I think there are parts of it that are well worth exploring. Okay. Um yeah. Kristen Johnson from uh, Third Planet from the Sun, or third, what is it? Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun uh, is in the last episode, and she's kind of funny. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I watched anything else. No. I've been watching, um, still watching Fringe, and I'm almost through that. Okay. I got through all of Justified from the FX channel with Timothy Oliphant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. That's that is a really well done show. Um, but like, it's all like Deep South stuff because <laughs> they're mm. in Kentucky. Of course. So. Yeah, ticket for that that's that's worth. <laughs> but that that was really good. I I enjoyed that. That's like six seasons, so it's a bit of a commitment, but mm. you know. It's like sixty hours or something. Mm. Did you see who's who's gonna be uh joining the Mandalorian cast? No. Great Scott Oh, I did I did read that. I'm wondering if that's just like a one-off thing or where he's going to be like recurring. I don't know. Isn't he like a hundred now? He's up there. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Let's see. He is 83. Oh, it's not bad. The Screen Rant has an article set that says why Christopher Lloyd should play Hondo Onaka. Yes. <laughs> Listen to Hondo Onaka's voice in Clone in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah, I was just uh, and then and then picture picture Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see him as an as an older Hondo. Jesus, the guy never stops working. No, he's he's just a machine. good for him yeah I mean if if he can keep it up sure yep good for him do what you love and we're getting another uh, season of only murderers in the building in yes. June yeah they cranked that puppy out I'm wondering whether or not they already had it written 
Oh, I'm sure they did. I mean, I'm sure once it started to get good, yeah. you know, they started to think it's like, okay, so now what are we doing? Or just, you know, because it was written by Steve Martin and his partner, right? His writing partner. Yeah, I think so. So like, I'm sure like they, they probably were, you know, not knowing how many episodes they might've just like written the whole thing and then just split it with, you know, this is the logical conclusion of season one. Mm. And, you know, Hulu is like, this is great. We want more. And they're like, Hey, we're ready to go. Right. Man, now I really want to see him as Sando Anaka. I, I think it would be perfect casting. <laughs> Apparently, Shirley MacLaine and Amy Schumer and Cala, Cara Delevingne. Oh, yeah. Who, you, who I know you love. Um, yeah, well are on it she was good as that fairy whatever that with Orlando Bloom yeah yeah <laughs> why did that not get a second season I don't know wasn't that set up for a sequel or like a second I season I don't know Cara Delevingne that was Carnival Row right yes she played Vignette Carnival Row season two. Let's see what it says. Is not included in the list of new TV shows coming to Amazon Prime in March 2020. Will there be a season two? So the answer to where the, will there be a season two of Carnival Row is when it's finally released, it will be on Amazon Prime. Well, no shit. <laughs> March 10th of 2022, uh, due to its early renewal in 2019, fans are expecting Carnival Row Season 2 to come out soon, but in the wake of COVID-19 last year, the series had received plenty of setbacks. Production started in November 2019, but was halted in March due to the pandemic. So they started to film it. And then I guess it fell apart. That sucked. I like that show. But what are you going to do? I mean, Orlando needs to work, damn it. Does he? I don't know. Can't they just put him in the next Lord of the Rings thing? The TV show? Wouldn't that be weird if he came back? Yeah. Well, this takes... Wait, does this take place after or before? Way before? before. Yeah. Well, aren't elves like... Immortal. Immortal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he technically could. Although Galadriel's in it and it's a way younger actress. So I don't know how they, they are going to like write that one off either. Hmm. 
Very weird. Yep. Very weird. Everything's weird. Everything's on the verge of collapse. <laughs> it's the end of the world, Chris. End of the world. It is. Did you, did you watch for the end with Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli going back to the Oscars? I did not. I At that point, I had, <sighs> I had given up. Is it on YouTube? Oh, I'm sure it is. It, it's very much what I call the Betty Davis syndrome. Oh, geez. Where it's like, yeah, you should probably be staying home. When they came back, she's just, uh, the two of them are, are off the side of the stage. They don't even make it to center stage. Oh, yeah. I'm looking and at And she's it. in a wheelchair. And um, it was just sad. It's like, why do you do that? You know? Does she have Parkinson's? I don't know officially. I mean, she's shaking like she does. Why is a Manelli help? Uh... I think she's just old. <laughs> no, she does not have Parkinson's. Oh. Oh. Well then. Yeah, why? Why? That was like the year they brought out Kirk Douglas. Mm-hmm. And had him talk. And it was like, dude had a fucking stroke, man. Right. Right. Yeah, that that's hard to watch. It's just, why do people do this? Why? We, we You know, you know them. You love them. Why do you have to let that be the last thing they see? <sighs> You know, like, like, uh, oh, what was the document? Oh, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Yeah. They'd roll him out every year. It's like, really? It's, uh, you know, he, they'd bring him out for New Year's Eve and they'd, uh, Ryan Seacrest would puppeteer him like a, <laughs> you know, like a Muppet. Happy and then there'd always be that horrible kiss between him and his wife. Yep. Oh God. People people know yeah yeah i it's you know i mean when i start to go i'm i'm just disappearing was was there was there a reason given of why liza minnelli was there 50th anniversary of cabaret because they had a bunch of other little reunions they had scorsese or was it scorsese it was pacino was it pacino scorsese and somebody else from the Godfather, and it was Uma and um, Travolta and uh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson for for, Paul for uh, yeah. Did you see that one? No. Oh, they came out with the briefcase. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, and you know Samuel Jackson's talking about the whole thing about you know it, it all it all uh, was around you know what was inside this suitcase and they like open it up and it's like glowing and stuff. And it was the, uh, you know, it was the, the, the winner winner's ballot, whatever. Can you explain to me, um, Timothy Chalamet's 
outfit? Oh, uh, that's actually what Liza was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he got that from uh, Harry Styles' wardrobe or what. But I, I, like, mm-hmm. I saw him and I was like, oh, come on, man. I know you're all like the edgy star right now, but Jesus, man. I, I like that Travolta finally gave up on the hairpiece. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it, I'm going to be bald. Mm-hmm. Maybe it helps with his pronunciation and names. Adele Dazim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oscars need to change. Or just All of those... All of those shows need to, I mean, do you feel that music awards are still relevant? No. I mean, they're about the music and it's, you know, it's, they obviously are there for the music, but I don't know. It's just, it's how to one up every, you know, it's, it's, hmm. I mean, yeah. my, my measure of it is the Golden Globes did not happen this year and nobody cared. Right. So why are we why are we televising all this shit? If it's to sell ad revenue, it's not it's it's probably not making enough money to justify it. You know, until you stage a fake slap. <laughs> mm. I'm holding on to that. I truly feel that that's what happened. But, you know. <laughs> Have you seen any of the, the tweets and memes from the Academy Awards mm-hmm. during the uh, the first song from Encanto? <laughs> Somebody switched on the uh, subtitles <laughs> and it said singing foreign language. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the Beyonce of times. It was the DJ Khaled of times. Ugh. Hey, did you know that Universal closed the pre-show of Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure? Indefinitely? Yes. Yeah. It was kind of a weird thing. That Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Somebody get trapped? I mean, I know there was that kid in Orlando that fell off the oh Jesus the icon yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, it was a free fall. It's like why didn't somebody walk around and check all the safety restraints? <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking lawsuit right yeah. there. But then I saw something else about it. it's like, well, should that kid have even been allowed to ride? Was he too big for it? And it's like, I mean, it, it you don't want to deny somebody because you hear like 14 year old kid, but then it was like, he was there with the football team and he's like six, two and two, eight, six, five or six, six five. five and 300 something. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Something like that. And it's like, holy shit. That's a big 14 year old. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, tragic that he, he died, but. I didn't even look to see if there was video of it because why would you want to oh, watch it? Apparently there is. Is there really? Yep. 
Uh, Wesh.com. W-S-H.com. Why, why are they promoting that shit? Chris, people are talking about it. They want to know. Sure. And of course it's on, it's all over YouTube as well. Oh, of course. Apparently one of his friends, when they got into the, the seat or whatever, said, why doesn't this have the little clicky click, the seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> so was it a clicky click failure? So this is the thing that's in the middle of the giant spinning. It's the same place. Well, okay. yeah, yeah, there's the, the swinging swings. That's way there's the fuck the up giants, in the air, right? Yeah, there's the, the big Ferris wheel, and then this recently opened. Oh, uh, okay. Fairly recently opened. And now it's closed. And now it's closed. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine just being like, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go have fun. And then you have to watch your friend fall to his death. Over and over again, because it's on video. <laughs> uh, on Click Orlando, it says that... Um, that he was too big for the ride, and the, the ride operators didn't do the, the proper safety check. You know, slide the thing up and down, see if it's moving. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I just saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. You see him from like flying out of the seat or something? Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Oh. Like it comes down and stops? Yeah. And he keeps going? Oh. And now, like, his friends are just kind of sitting there, like, having to look at his body? Like, what the oh, fuck, man? Shit. All right, well that that'll be with me for a while. <laughs> there you go. So next uh, time we come to Orlando, we're gonna go down to uh, Icon Park there. You know, okay. So I have a fear of those kinds of rides. Like, if I'm strapped into something with centrifugal force going, I'm fine. <laughs> but like the Doctor Doom ride at Orlando yep. or uh, Universal. Yeah. That kind of shit where you're being brought down and stopped. I have always had that fear of like, what if this just lets go? And that's just like seeing it just, oh God. You mean like getting, getting driven into the ground? Or just coming out from the seat. Oh yeah. Somehow, somehow something failing and you are like, you know, cause it's usually a, a, a shoulder harness with a seatbelt in it. What if that comes undone as you come to the bottom of that stop? And that's exactly what happened in this video. That's fucked up. Wow. I don't know how I would do it. 47, almost 48 either on those giant swings either. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I think I'm too old. If it's too loud, you're too old. 
damn kids, get yeah. off my lawn. <laughs> oh, good times. Yep. All right. Well, do you have anything else to talk about before your vacation? Mm. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> do you think do you think Bob Saget should have been in the in memoriam sequence? Uh, yeah, I do. Has he done movies? Yeah, not everybody in the in memoriam for the Oscars is a movie actor, right? They're supposed to be. There have there's supposed to be some connection. Uh, let's see. TV series, yeah, he's done movies. Has he? Yeah. Good ones. I know he's in the Aristocrats. Well, it depends on what you consider good. <laughs> he's done he he's done a lot of voice work for stuff. He was in Madagascar. Okay. Oh. Um he was in Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd. Okay. He was in Meet Wally Sparks. What's that? I don't know. It's a movie. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, Oh, it's great. <laughs> uh Let's see. He was in Entourage, the movie. Uh, he was in a movie called A Stand-Up Guy. He was in a movie called Benjamin. And he is... It's got a movie completed called Killing Daniel. So, yes, he has actually done movies. So... Yeah, I mean, I do think he probably should have been in there. Okay. Uh, is there like a cutoff, like a date cutoff? I don't know. Because I feel like I've seen Oscars where they do in memoriams where like people who just recently died like a week or so before the Oscars is in the is in the package, so. They just don't want to admit that, you know, he was an actor. The final decision of whether or not a person is included depends on that person's level and quality and contributions to the movie industry. That's fucked up. What do you mean? If you're a household name, if everybody knows you, was Louis Anderson in it? I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to it. All right, hang on before we go. I saw Betty I saw Betty White. Well, of course. Oscars 2022 uh in memoriam. Let's see. Oh, there's a bunch of dancers out in front of the screen. Come on, ads. Are you fucking serious? I don't I, I don't Go to Subway. I don't need to see a Subway. Okay. So, Sidney Poitier is the first one. Uh, let's see. Olympia Dukakis. Okay. William Hurt. He just died. So, Stephen Sondheim. Uh, the cinematographer that was killed on Rust, Ned Beatty. 
Peter Bogdanovich, Clarence Williams III, Michael K. Williams, Who? David, uh, he was on The Wire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Richard Donner, Ivan Reitman, and Bill Murray is there, wearing a... Um, um, a beret for some reason. <laughs> Yvette Mim- Mimiux? Mimiu. Mimiu, okay. <laughs> Who was in, in, um, oh, the Disney movie that was supposed to be the answer to Star Wars? A black hole. Yes. Uh, Douglas Trumbull, who is the visual effects guy. Uh,. Brian Goldner, who was a producer. Robert Blaylock, which is who's a special effects supervisor. Uh, Philippe Kazlas, who is a director. Kazels. Uh, Saginaw Grant, who is an actor. John Gregory, who is a film editor. Dorothy Steele, who is an actress. Alan Ladd Jr., who is a producer. David Brenner, who is a film editor. Don Phillips, who is a casting director. Bill Taylor, who is a visual effects supervisor. Norman Lloyd, who is an actor. Uh, Ruthie Thompson, who is an animator. Brad Allen, who is a stunt performer. Uh, Mikas, oh, Theodorakis, who is a composer. Max Julian, who is an actor. Uh, Louis Erskine, who is an editor. Tony Walton, who is a uh, production designer. Steve Shapiro, who is a photographer. Mace Neufeld, who is a producer. Carmen Salinas, who is an actress. Paul Mooney, who is a comedian. Betty White. Is that... Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. With a dog or something. Yeah. Yeah. Was that... Oh, it was because Betty White was a huge animal person, right? Uh, Marsha Nister, who was an executive producer. Buddy Van Horn, who was a stunt performer. Diane uh, Wireman, who was a producer. Jane Powell, who is an actress. And that's it. So a lot of people didn't make the in memoriam. So I don't know. We remembered him here, though. And that's all that matters. That is. I mean, they didn't do Louis Anderson. They didn't do Meatloaf. Oh, yeah. I mean, and Meatloaf was in a bunch of mainstream movies, so. Well, not to mention Rocky Horror. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's in Fight Club. His bitch tits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... 
I mean, apparently there's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people who died since the beginning of the year in Hollywood, I guess. Mm. That are like named people or whatever. But, you know, what do I know? I would put everybody in there. That'd be the entire three and a half hours. It might have been a better show. <laughs> Just pictures of dead people. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Why not? All right. You got anything else? <sighs> no. No. All right. Nope. That should be enough to uh, tide you over for another <laughs> three months. For ten weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you'll you will be missed. Just know that. Alright, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube Let us know you're listening. So until next week this is Chris. This is John Have a good week <sighs> Sorry, baby. I had to crush that Honda <laughs>